Hey, hey, you're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, some mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and my goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship, plus hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how to break through to success. As a special gift for my listeners, yep, that's you, grab your complimentary strategy session to help get your online business visible on the map so that you can make the kind of money you want in your business. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. You're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, and I'm Sharon Koenig, your host. And I'm so glad you are here today because I have a special guest. Today, I have Dana Jackson, who is a mindset coach and business strategist. That's right. We're sisters. We do the exact same thing, and we are going to dive deep in this podcast today on how to grow your coaching business from the ground up. I mean, if you are a coach, this is the podcast for you to be listening. Dana, I am so excited to have you here. So, Dana, I love to start the show off with a little bit of an icebreaker. So, tell the fearless listeners something that most people don't know about you. So, hi guys. Actually, something that people don't really know about me is that I am so obsessed with hula dancing that I will randomly break out into dancing while having normal conversations like I'll be talking to you and I just start moving and people are like wow Dana are you dancing I'm like oh oh yes I am I'm sorry they're like no 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 continue continue it's awesome (laughs) that is so much fun so you do hula dancing Oh, that is so much fun. I love all that hip action. I'm really into the kazamba dance. Do you know what kazamba is? I have never heard of that. What is it? Well, it's sort of a Latin dance, but it's all at the hips. So, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of salsa, but salsa kind of you sway to the side to the side. And, you know, there's a little bit more of the waist and, you know, like you think Shakira, but... um, Kizamba is it's kind of a movement that's backwards and forwards just using the hips and it's just really really pretty so um, I think that's a lot of fun so sister I love dancing too so tell the fearless listeners more about you you know like 
how you got to be a mindset coach and business strategist. Okay, so I actually became a mindset coach and business strategist after going through a horribly draining divorce about three years ago. So I went through the divorce and I lost every aspect of who I was. I was completely drained and I just needed a fresh start. So I moved halfway across the world to Japan to somewhere that nobody would really know me. And while I was here, I was teaching for a while in public school. I taught on a very small island for about two years. And though I wasn't very happy, I was kind of content because my job was paying me a pretty decent salary. But one day after a long, exhausting day at work, I broke down and I cried like I had never cried before. It was like, it was both the most freeing and terrifying moment because I hadn't really allowed myself to feel anything after the divorce. And soon after that, I was laid off from my job. And it was like, oh wow, like I did not know what to do because I had no paycheck, nowhere to live, and no idea what to do next. On the weekends, I had started a small blog and I used that blog as an escape, a way to really kind of voice the little advice that I did have about my journey and hopefully reach other people who are going through the same thing. So I started with my blog and then in my desperation, to start my coaching business, I went and invested in a coach who promised he'd take my business to the next level, but never provided any real support or answers. And that was like the biggest blow for me because it, I was out $5,000 before I even got started. So I spent the next month kind of feeling pulled in a million different directions as I struggled to piece together information from what felt like a million different websites and free courses just to try to figure out what I needed to do to build a profitable online business. Like I was unfocused and I was hopelessly lost and I only had about $1,000 left in my bank account. And the more I did this, the more my dream felt further and further away. But I knew within my heart that I wanted to make this happen. Like my parents had sacrificed so much of their time, money and lives for me and I wanted to give back to them. So I ended up seeking out another business coach and she has been the one that really helped me to find my focus and find who it is that I wanted to serve and along that way I actually went and I gained my master life certification so I'm now proudly certified in cognitive behavioral therapy happiness and success coaching goal setting to success and confidence coaching and all of this happened in less than a year in the same year, I left the small island that I was living on and went to move to mainland Japan. And that's when everything really shifted. And I started, you know, reaching out to people and kind of coaching people for free. And that's how I got started as a mindset coach and business strategist for online female entrepreneurs. Wow, what an amazing story. I love this story so much. And it's so different than most of the stories that I hear. I mean, I think that 
you know, we have some listeners who are entrepreneurs, maybe they're not coaches. I think that they'll be able to get a lot of information from this, this podcast as well, because I think we're going to start talking about a lot of things that deal with uh, confidence, courage, and, you know, marketing and, you know, really just entrepreneurship in general. But, um, you know, I think a lot of coaches can really relate with some of your story because, you know, they, they may be in a job part, you know, and they're, they're working the side gig, the uh, coaching uh, on the side. Um, they're probably in debt. I hear that a lot. I know that happened with me too. Um, you know, you and I both believe in coaches. You, you and I both have hired coaches to help us. And you and I have talked before we got on the podcast that we both experienced a good coach, bad coach. <laughs> and that's, that's difficult um, to experience because there, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's a hard blow, as you said. Um, but what I realize here is that the beginning may be different for all of us, but we know that there's some tried and true techniques and strategies for one thing. Um, but I want to dive into the mindset and, you know, the confidence and the courage aspect first before we get into the nuts and bolts. And yes, fearless listeners, we are going to get into the nuts and bolts because we're talking about how to grow your coaching business from the ground up. So that means that we're going to give you some tangible strategies. But I believe personally, and I know Dana does too, that your success in business really starts with the mindset. And I want to start there. So Dana, when you were 5K in debt, you know, and, and you're crushed because you really believe that you were finally going to get some help. I mean, this, this guy sold you on him and you were so excited to get this help and you were crushed and you've only got $1,000 in the bank. What did it take for you in your mindset? I mean, there you were, you were, you were crying and, and, you know, you wanted to be able to create the success. What did it take for you to pick yourself back up and continue that courage and that confidence? Because I think a lot of people after something like that happening, you know, would stay down and they would just go get another job. What was it in you that made you keep going? Honestly, it was my, and it still is my determination to give back to my parents they when I was growing up we grew up in Jamaica we we didn't we weren't very poor but we didn't have much and my parents sacrificed like their time they sacrificed food there are some days that they wouldn't eat while we ate and they sacrificed so much of their dreams to send us to the best schools in the country the best colleges and I was just I was just determined to buy them their dream house and give them enough money to retire in peace and enjoy the life that they had left without having to worry about money. And honestly, deep inside, I also didn't want to stress about money ever again. As a child, I had seen my parents go through that and I wanted a better life for myself. I wanted to be able to travel the world, meet new people, have new experiences, and build a better life for myself and my family. So. I kept going. I love that so much. And, and I see myself in this too, you know, not for my parents, you know, like, like for you. I mean, I really feel like, you know, that is one of your big why. And, and I know we talk about this so much that 
it almost feels like it's, it's, it doesn't have any meaning. You know how you can say I love you to someone and it, it loses meaning? Yes. So we talk about, we in the coaching industry, we talk a lot about knowing your why, right? And, and we say it so much that I feel like it, it's lost its meaning. But I, of course, I mean, I have to walk the walk and talk the talk. So I believe in, in my, down to the core of my soul, that if we don't know what our reason is for doing it, we'll just give up, Right. And I love so much that you want to give back. But it was more than that, though. You're talking about how you didn't want to stress about money. And, you know, that is a taboo topic. And we're not going to get into that right now. But I really, really want to get into that on this podcast. But you wanted to travel and experience a better life. So your big why was what pulled you up. Exactly. Is that something that you help with your clients? You help them find their big why? Most definitely, because there's so many of us, my clients, that they are in business, but they don't know why they're in business. And because of that, they struggle to keep going when things get hard. They struggle to keep going when they don't see any clients, when they see zero in the bank, when they don't see their strategies paying off. So I have to really sit down with them and say, let's figure out why you're doing this. Because if you don't know what your big reason is, you will not follow through on your goals. And many of my clients struggle with setting goals and then achieving those goals because there's nothing to keep them going. So figuring out their big whys and why are you doing this? What deep down reason that's embedded in your bones, in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind is keeping you going? Because if you don't have that one huge, big thing, you're not going to keep going. And even I say one huge, big thing, that differs for everybody. Because everybody's life is different. Their story is different. But there has to be something deep down that made you start and is keeping you going until the end. There has to be something. If there is nothing, you will not keep going. So let's dive into this money aspect here. I said I wasn't going to, but I really feel like I'm called to talk about this. So what if there's a listener right now that says, I'm in debt and I just need the money. I need the money. I'm tired of struggling. What would you say to them? Is, is that a big enough why? But why do you need the money, though? Like, why? There has to be a reason behind why you need the money. Yes, you are struggling and you are in debt. But what, what are you going to use the money for? Like, why is it so important for you to be out of debt? What um, incidences or events in your life ha is, are, ha happened that remind you of why you don't want to be in this position? There has to be an underlying reason. Because money is just wanting money is just not enough. Why do you want the money? What will you use the money for? What kind of freedom or life will the, having the money create for you? What and what kind of feeling would it give you? What exactly. kind of, I think that, you know, when we're talking about what it is we want, like when you're talking about giving back to your parents to give them a dream home, you know, and you didn't want to stress about money, we're, we're thinking about what feeling does that actually give you? And I think that that is what is going to draw people in to continue to move towards their why. Exactly, because is that, will you feel happier? Will you feel like stress-free? Like I said, I help my clients, you know, build a life of freedom and flexibility because they want, having money for them will give them time for their 
children, time for their spouse, some people time for their horses, time to travel, you know, not have to to stress over working day in, day out. They can relax, they can feel fulfilled without stressing, they can, you know, make an impact without burning out. So they can feel the joy. So that's what having this will cause them. The joy, the fulfillment, the happiness. That's why they keep going. I love it. That is so rich. Um, I want to talk about like a very beginning process. So you were talking about your coach, the, the one that actually helped you, because I want to start getting into helping people here. Anybody who is listening here, maybe they're, you know, wanting to start their own business. Maybe they have a business, but for whatever reason, it's not working. I know when I work with my clients, um, the focus and finding their niche seems to be something that is missed with a lot of people. And you mentioned that the, the coach that helped you really helped you focus so that you know who it is you want to serve. So if there was someone listening right now, how would you help them find that focus and uh, find that niche? Okay, so one of the things I do talk about in my coaching program is finding out somebody who you most resonate with. Like what one person, if you were to meet them on the road, you'd be like, wow, you know, your story is so similar to mine because I have gone through what you've gone through. I can help you too. So what is one person that you could definitely resonate most with? You've been through the problems that they're having. You've had their struggles. You've, you know, you've experienced their feelings and you know exactly what's going through their mind, what's going on in their everyday, like what place they are right now and where they need to be after you work with them. So think back to what you've gone through, your personal story, and then think of the person who most resonates with you. So for me, there, I was struggling with self-doubt. I, I was just not believing myself. I had negative thought after negative thought. I was unfocused and I was, I was just so lost and I was completely defeated. But I still wanted to go. So the people I help go to the, have gone through the same thing. They are feeling the low self-esteem. They are feeling the low self-confidence. They are struggling to you know, put themselves out there. They're struggling to find out you know, how to keep going. And because I've already gone through that and I know the tips and the actual techniques that work, I can then help those exact same people. So I feel like, you know, I, I know in my own business when I'm coaching with people, you know, that confidence factor and that self-doubt, it comes up all along. It doesn't matter what phase they're in, that confidence and self-doubt comes up every single step of the way. So in this, this part where we're focusing in, <clears throat> excuse me, and finding their niche, do you come up against people that feel like maybe the imposter syndrome? Like, no, maybe, what, what, who am I to help these people? Oh, yes. The imposter syndrome is one of the biggest struggles that entrepreneurs at every level actually experience because I've, I've realized with my clients that no matter how many qualifications you have, how many years of experience you have, how many people you've helped, if your confidence is at rock bottom, you will never think that you are good enough to help people because 
many of my clients, they compare themselves to other people. And even at some point, I compared myself to other bloggers because I felt like I just wasn't as good enough of a blogger to really help people. I didn't have what it took. And we tend to go into the spiral where one thought kind of just leads to another thought and another thought. And we go down this rabbit hole and we're unable to pull ourselves back. And that's one of the things I have to help my clients with, pulling themselves back and really looking at themselves from a logical point of view and helping them to realize that, hey, you have more than what it takes to actually help people thrive and succeed. You don't need to have to know it all. You don't need to be Einstein to help people. And one of the stories that really resonated with me is Richard Branson. Most people know him as a tech a billionaire, like he has money coming out of his ears. But what most people don't know is that when he started in business, he really didn't know that much. He was just determined to help other people succeed. So he just went in full force and learned along the way. And that's one thing about business. You have to keep learning along the way. You will never be ready enough. You just have to keep going and learning as you go. The more you go, the more you experience, the more you learn, and the better you become. So it's a continuous cycle of personal development. Fearless listeners, Dana just dropped a wisdom bomb. You will never be fully ready. And I love that. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people get stuck in. You know, and and I love what you said, too, about every level of person, entrepreneur, is dealing with the imposter syndrome. We feel like we have to be better than we are because we're comparing ourselves to other people. It's, It's like a trap, you know, and we don't feel like we can escape this trap and move forward into the other parts of our business that are going to help us to grow and help us to impact other people. So I, I want to thank you so much for that, for bringing that out. I feel like that is so important. But I want to talk about another step here. I mean, we're, we're obviously going to be talking a lot about mindset as we go along because it is so integrated. But we're talking about our niche, right? So we, we've, we've figured out our why. We figured out our niche. So the next step would be to actually figure out your messaging, right? To be able to talk to your clients in a way that actually attracts them to us. We're talking about lots of different methods to attract people to us, right? A lot of people are looking at social media to do that. A lot of other people are are on stage. They want to do speaking engagements. But how do you help your clients figure out the messaging to attract people to them? So one of the biggest things that I believe that attracts people to you is your unique story. So figuring out what your story is and how you can use that story to help people will actually propel you forward. When I first started in my business, I had no, I was so ashamed of my story that I didn't want anybody else to know. And because of that, I wasn't resonating with anyone. I was just trying to be like every other social media coach, every other person online who was, ah, you know, I'm happy about living a happy, perfect life. Oh my gosh, everything is so awesome. But in reality, people don't really want that. They want to see somebody, they want to see themselves, their future selves in the coach that they're hiring. So if you can see someone 
who has been where you are and gotten through, that's who you resonate with most. So I tell my clients, write down your story. Write down every single part of your story. And once you have your story, then we can use parts of your story to attract the right people. Because again, you will attract people who have been through similar situations as you have been through. But you are just one or two or three levels above them. And once they realize that, hey, you know, this person has been here, this person is like me, then they'll be more attracted to you. So you find your story. And then once you find your story, we can use that story to craft your message. Because your message will always be authentic and always be you. And you will not feel salesy and feel fake and feel like you're just putting things on if you're using your real life story, your real life message, which is your life. I love that. Um, give the fearless listeners an example of how you've used your own story in messaging. I'm assuming that we're talking about social media here, maybe Facebook or uh, Instagram, right? Yes. So one, actually one of my favorite um, examples is I wrote about a time where I was juggling to I was struggling, sorry, struggling to focus because I felt like I was being pulled in all these different directions. I felt like I was just trying to grasp at straws from a million different websites, trying to get everything, every piece that I could get for free. And I posted that on Instagram and with a picture of me going, just like being completely lost. And a woman messaged me and said, you know, Dana, I thank you so much for your, your, your post because I was actually feeling like I've been grasping at straws for years. I felt like I was unfocused and I felt like I was alone in the process. Like everybody else who was a coach was light years ahead of me and I was so embarrassed. But you just being honest and sharing your story and sharing your experience helped me to realize that I'm not alone. And this is just why I want to work with you because you, you, you make me feel like I'm not alien. I'm not like I'm not like alone and I'm not this weirdo because I'm experiencing this. You make me feel like one day I can actually succeed. And because of your story, I am drawn to you. And I, and I love that. And you're just, you're just being honest. And I just like the honesty. And I don't like when people are putting on this, this kind of facade and you don't put on the facade. So you know what? I like that. So in just that simple message, that just like drew one person, like just like that. Perfect. That's a great example. So uh, we realize a lot of people are using social media right now. And you and I both know when we're using social media, there's a lot of different types of content that we are putting out that actually is attracting them to us. So we've talked about stories. Stories are huge in you know, getting your message out. So I like to tell people, you know, you can even drill inside of stories. You can drill and say, create a story about a failure you've had, create a story about a success you've had. But think about other types of content that you'd like to tell the listeners that they need to be posting. Oh, yes, definitely. You definitely need to be posting useful, real life strategies that will help people, practical steps. Because even though it's awesome to inspire people, it's awesome to tell them that, you know, you can get here. Many coaches do that. They just inspire you. But you need to also have practical steps that people can take to get real results. So a big part of your content has to be helpful. It has to be proven that, you know, if your free content is this awesome and this helpful, then 
what can your paid content do for me? So you have to give out as much value as possible. You have to give out, you know, give them the strategies that, that, that really help you. Give them the advice that they can help to move themselves to another level. Like put out videos, you know, put out video messages because some people don't like to read, they like to watch. Put out some videos and, and really explain it and show them how to do the strategies if they can't understand if you just type it. You know, put out Instagram lives, talk to them on a real life basis and just connect with them, answer questions, do Q&As. There's so many different kinds of content you can use. Facebook lives and Instagram lives are huge because you're able to connect with them, give them tips in the same video, but connect with them on a deep human level because they're doing it live. So there are different types of content that you can put out, but I must say, giving value 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 is incredibly important because value will separate you from many other people absolutely i love that so some of my clients that come to me talk about how they're not they're putting out the value um you know the strategies and the tips and that sort of thing but they're not actually getting anybody to sign up with them and this is where i love to be able to come in and take over and really kind of help them and guide them through creating offers. So we're talking about Facebook Lives and, and Instagram Lives, for example, and doing Q&As. And I believe that that is one of the best ways that you can, you can attract people, you can get clients. Uh, but there is a right way and a wrong way of doing it because you need to make offers. How would you suggest to the listeners that they can make offers with their Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives? I would suggest, you know, starting out by kind of explaining who you are, you know, what you're doing, why you're doing this, and really giving them a specific topic. Like you're talking about like how to build your confidence to become visible online. And you talk to them and you talk to them about, well, you know, three are three things that you can do. But I also believe that at the end saying, you know, if you are, you know, needing more support, more guidance, if you want some more deep dig down um, strategies if you want like more one-on-one -on -one support then I have XYZ to offer you so it's always a segue don't don't be so they call it bland or black and white that when you are going into your offer it feels like you're being salesy your offer should be a natural transition from the information that you've just given so you talk about them, you give them the value help them to understand you know what you're doing why you're doing it how to do it and then you kind of go into, you know, I offer even more support because I help you to really dig down deep, get to the bottom of things, give you more deep strategies. And once you do that, people are like, oh, you know what? She's given me so much value. Let me hop on a call with her. The thing with my clients that I find is that they love to give the value. They give the value, but they don't like to ask. Right. And, this is very true. And if you never ask, you will never receive. So you have to learn to ask. You just ask. I mean, some people, the wrong people will be like, ah, oh, wow, she's asking me, and they'll hop off. That's fine. You don't want the wrong people. You want the right people. The right people, your people will hop on a call with you. Just ask. Don't be like, hey, you know, I have this, 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 this. No. Just be your natural self. I'm like, if you want more advice, more support, more this, more that, hop on a call with me right now. I have some space to speak. Here's a link, and we'll get things started. Just Ask them naturally, just ask. It really is just asking. 
So there's a part of this that I think some of the listeners might be listening to and saying, this is not working, it's just not working. I'm doing this, but it's not working. So one of the things I think is a major situation that people need to draw out is that, you know, they might be doing the strategies, mm-hmm. um, but they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in their product or service. So, you know, here we are again talking about the not the mindset. I think this is why this is so huge. So how would you talk to one of your clients about gaining more confidence and feeling better about what it is they're offering so that they can actually drop it at the end and maybe even a link in after their video? So many of my clients, they'll, they'll put together packages and services and they were like, you know, Dana, I just started. Um, should I be pricing it at, you know, 10000 And I said, do you think you should be pricing it at $10,000? they are like, no, because, you know, I don't have that much. Let me put it at $47. So I go, okay, all right, let's break this down. How much value are you giving this person? Like, if they start where they are right now, what will you do for them? And they'll explain, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll provide this XYZ support for them. So I said, okay, so when you're finished with your offer and this person has gone through the program, how much money per month could they possibly make? Oh, they could easily make 20000 per month. So I said, for the value that you're providing and the answers you're giving them at the end, don't you think that an initial one-off investment of 10000 is worth the possibility and the very high possibility of them making three times that per month and they go yeah 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 yeah. but should I be doing that so I said but without you without you assisting them without you guiding them without you giving your hands-on support will they be able to do this by themselves well no they won't so there you go without you without your program they'll be right there where they are right now they'll remain stuck they'll remain trapped they'll remain in this cycle forever but putting yourself into the equation fast tracks their success and they go, oh, wow, that's so true. Like, I do have value. There is something that I offer that it, without me would not be possible. And that's where I get them. They have to understand that without them being in the equation, their clients will not get the answers and the progress that they need to grow. So once they realize that they actually do have a part to play in the equation, they're a lot more excited and more ready to sell their offer because they realize just how much value they're providing and how much they're fast tracking their client's story and their client's success. You know, and there's that imposter syndrome again. And this is what I see in my clients too. But for myself, you know, when I first started this, because I had a a skin spa, when when I first started, I was helping other people that had skin spas. And I wanted to actually go online and try to get more more clients online and use my skill that way but I I was doing all the things I've been in an online business for over 25 years so I knew all the strategies and I was doing everything but I wasn't gaining the success and I changed one thing and it was my mindset and you wouldn't believe the success that I had after that and it's funny because you know I was I didn't change any of the strategies it's just the mindset, you know, you can do all of these things that, you know, know your niche and, and speak your story and, and talk to the clients about what it is that they want, you know, their ideal clients online and what it is they want and do that through Facebook lives and Instagram lives. 
and drop your, your call to action at the end. But some people are not gaining that success because they don't believe. And it's hard for a lot of people to wrap their mind around the energy that is involved with their belief in themselves and the belief in the service. So what have you experienced for yourself in that, in that respect? It is so true that we just said, you know, your belief and your, your energy, because I always tell my clients, like, look, it's not what you want. It's not what you desire that manifests in your life. It's what you believe. So if you don't believe that you are worthy of success, if you don't believe that you should have the clients, if you don't believe that you are capable of helping people, if you don't believe you have anything good to offer, then what do you think will happen? No one's going to believe in you. Exactly. No one's going to believe in you. They're going to sense that insecurity. They're going to sense that self-doubt. They're going to sense all of the bad juju and be like, you know what? This person is even in an even worse position than I am. How can they possibly help me? Like, how can they help me? And that's people. People do feed off of your energy. So if you're going on Facebook Live and you're like, um, you know, well, um, I do have, uh, I do have a service, and uh, and you're just like so unsure of what you're doing, and you're so like, um, guessing and umming and, and all these different pauses. People are gonna be like, well, is this girl really know what she's doing? Like, does she really know what she's doing? Because she doesn't seem like she knows what she's doing. So even if you even if you don't know, even if you have thirty percent knowledge and 100% confidence, you will sell every time over somebody who has 100% knowledge and 30% confidence. You have to believe in yourself. Like even me going through this launch, I am launching my new program. This is one of the first, this is the first group coaching program I've ever launched. So I've never done a group coaching program, but you would not know it because I'm like, you know what? My group program will help you to build your confidence and get super focused on your goals and get so fierce and focused that you are so confident in yourself and so sure that people can't help but be attracted to you. You have to believe. Yes, you have to believe in what you offer. You have to believe in yourself. If you do not believe in yourself, you are already defeated before you start. If you don't believe in yourself, you will not be able to, you know, make the goals, get the visibility, like really attract the right people because low-level people will attract low-level people. High-level, high-believing, highly-confident individuals will attract High-level, high-believing, highly confident people. You have to be certain in who you are and what you offer and who you're here to serve so that you can be like, oh, wow, you are my coach. You are my business person. You are my photographer. You are the person. You have to be sure of, of yourself. You just have to. So much wisdom there. Yes, I love that. So I'm thinking about our, our listeners right now. You know, We've talked a lot about the integration of the mindset. We've even gone into the energy and how people can pick that up. And yes, they can pick that up on your Facebook lives, your Instagram lives. We've even talked about the call to action. So I want to talk about a little bit more of a nuts and bolts and let's get down to it. So we're talking about growing the business from the ground up. So the, the listeners are asking themselves, but how do I get clients? Right. Isn't that the one thing that you hear a lot? How do I get clients? Clients are all around you. Funny enough. The thing is that you just can't, see that they're all around you clients are all over facebook they're all over linkedin instagram pinterest google they're everywhere 
what you need to do and what I would say if you're beginning is just pick one platform. If your niche, for example, is young female entrepreneurs, choose Instagram. A lot of them are there. Their hashtags make them very easy to find. Choose Instagram. Stock. I would say I would stock the hashtag. Look at who, you know, who the influencers influencers are in your category in your in your business sector and look at who's commenting on their posts who's liking their posts who's interacting and interact with them if your audience are moms moms and dads check out facebook like there are tons of groups that are for moms that you can easily join interact with them provide value you know reach out to them make connections and find your clients there clients are all around you you just have to be smart or not smart. you have to be willing to go outside of where you're normally looking for you're probably looking for them like to just hop onto your page but that's not necessarily the truth even though people want help they don't necessarily know you can provide it so sometimes you have to go out there and kind of show them that hey i can help i can help you in this way but before you just pushing the sales pitch you have to form a relationship with them so go out there find them they're on instagram they're on facebook they're on linkedin they're on google they're everywhere it's just for you to choose one platform and i would say choose one platform don't overwhelm yourself choose one platform and put your all into that one platform to find the people that you want to find because they're there you just need to look so there's a lot of people that are, are listening right now and they're probably saying to themselves okay so i'm creating posts I'm telling stories, I'm giving out tips, I'm doing videos. Um, how often do I put a call to action out? I would say value, value, call to action, value, value, offer. So I would say every three posts is good, is a good balance because if, um, let's just be honest, people can be selfish. We're selfish, we want our own, we want things that can help us, but we don't want to feel like we're being sold to all the time. So just like any of the biggest companies, they give you value, value, offer. So I would say value, value, offer. So every three pieces of content, value, value, offer. Unless if you're doing like a challenge or you're doing something that is a, it's like a five-day, like my five-day challenge I'm doing right now. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm sorry, not sorry, but I post every single day about my challenge <laughs> because I'm promoting it. But if, if you are just doing a regular, regular post, regular offer, I would say value, value, offer. If you are launching, if you are doing a challenge like I am doing, if you're launching your program like I'm launching my, my fierce and focused coaching program, I would promote the heck out of that. Like every day I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But even I'm promoting it though. At the top of the post, I'm saying, you know, here's some seats that can help you. Here are some steps. So I'm giving you some steps and strategies in the post. But at the end, I'm like, hey, yeah, if you want more stuff, here is the program. So I'm still giving you value, but I'm promoting it at the same time. So it's like a nice little balance there. So with sales online, we start, you know, we've been talking about promoting, we've been, you know, marketing, that sort of thing. But let's talk about sales, right? Mm -hmm. Some people say that uh, social media is not the place to actually sell. So I, I really believe that we are selling all the time, right? But the question that a lot of people would have is more or less related to we've got the promotion, right? And we're doing the call to action. But do I actually reach out to people in direct messages? Do I actually reach out to people on Facebook and Messenger and tell them I've got this thing going on? 
I would definitely reach out to people, but before I just cold, I don't necessarily cold message people to say, hey, I have an offer. I really reach out to them and offer advice first. I always want to um, build a relationship with people, build that no like trust factor because people buy from people they like. And that's why so many big companies have it an, an easier time to sell because people know them from commercials, people like the people that they're having the commercials and so they buy from them. But not many people know who you are. So they have to get to know you, they have to get to like you, they have to get to trust you and trust that you can help them. And then you're like, you know, I am, I do this, 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 this. So there's ways to form relationships and to sell without just simply cold messaging people. But sometimes you do have to cold message people, but do it in such a way that you're like, it's no pressure. You're not saying, hey, I have this offer, you must buy now. No, you're like, hey, I have this offer. You know, I, I have these slots open to help people do X, Y, Z. I do this, 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 this. If you're up for it, um, if you're ready to do, um, like, build your business, get success, I see this happening for you. I have some space. Here's my schedule. Let's talk. So there is ways to do it without feeling like you're just simply hopping on and just cold messaging people. You can, one, build the relationship with a no like, trust, or you can do a cold pitch that doesn't feel like a cold pitch. So a lot of the people that I work with, they're really drawn to uh, not feeling that overwhelmed. So a lot of the people that are in my tribe know that I homeschool and I'm single. And it's, it's really, really important to me to make sure that I am not, you know, working so much. You know, I'm, I'm doing my very best to make sure that I'm doing the important things and focusing on on my family. I mean, that's, that's what we want, right? We want that freedom to spend time with family. So when we're talking about all of these promotion techniques and, and selling and, and reaching out to people, the question that a lot of people ask me is, how is it that I'm ever going to have any time for uh, discovery calls or, or strategy calls or anything, if I'm always promoting, if I'm always reaching out? I mean, it's, it's taking up so much time to do all this. What would you say to this person? I would say one of the things that I've learned is you can do it all, but you don't have to do it all. So I would seriously suggest that you, one, either time block your day. So for me, time blocking is super, super important because it's a huge time management tool for me. So I'll give myself no more than three tasks or four tasks per day depending on how busy I am. So I'll have like three to four tasks. And for each task, I give myself an hour to get them done. So for social media, you don't have to spend all day marketing on social media. There's amazing apps like Later. There's Buffer. There's HubSpot. There's tons of free, there's tons of free apps that you can use to schedule your content in advance so you don't have to spend all of your time on Facebook, all of your time on Instagram. And if you are following the one suggestion I gave you, which is to choose one platform, then you really won't be spending your time on all, doing all the things. You'll just be doing the one thing. So if your platform is Twitter, for example, you can easily schedule out your content for Twitter using Buffer, HubSpot, or Later. And so that gives you time that you don't have to be spending on Twitter. If you are using Facebook, there's Facebook Scheduler. You can schedule your content in advance and only pop on in real time, like maybe for 30 minutes to check the comments or to do a quick live. So you don't need to spend all of your time on all of the social media. Pick one, schedule the post that needs to be scheduled, and then hop on for 30 minutes max to check out the comments and to 
kind of dip into one or two Facebook groups and provide some value and dip out. So you don't have to spend the entire day. If you time block your day correctly, like give yourself an hour, 45 minutes per task, you won't have to be spending. Instead of spending 24 hours, you've just gotten four real tangible tasks done in four hours. So I love time blocking. That I just can't, I can't even imagine working without, you know, in that structured format. It just, it's so powerful to be able to sit down with these tasks and say, I'm going to do this task and then get up and go and do something else. You know, I think that is so powerful what you said. Um, you know, I see a lot of people that feel like they have to do it all, um, especially coaches, you know, because they, they tend to be high performers. But I know the listeners would just love to know what a day in the life is of a busy, successful coach like you. Can you tell them like what it's like for you from the morning until the evening? Okay, so in the morning, like now I get up, it's I get up at seven and I normally do if I have a podcast interview or I have like um, a scheduled meeting, I'll get up and I, I have my meetings. I like to have my client calls first thing in the morning. So I'll get up at about 6.30. I look at my motivational quotes and I repeat them to myself and I pray for guidance for the day and then I hop on my calls. I do my calls for about an hour. And then after that, I go and I do Bible study. My 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 um Christianity is very important to me. Jesus is the central everything I do, and my life would be nothing without him. So I have to include him. So I do my Bible study, I pray, and then I hop onto the computer. Like I said, I have my four tasks. I have my Clever Fox planner. So I open the planner and I start with those four tasks. So by the time I start, it's about nine o'clock. So I start my tasks and I finish like nine to ten. I do one. 10 to 11 I do when I break and then I have my tea my hot cocoa and I have some fruit and then I hop on back for the next two hours to get those other tasks done once those tasks are finished I can get into some rest so I tend to rest because rest and relaxation is very important for me so I rest and I just kind of have my alone time which is my self-care time so I'm either doing like a DIY facial mask or like some foot rubs, something that relaxes me for about an hour to two hours. Once I finish in the afternoon, if I feel like, you know, I need to do more so then I'll hop online and I'll go into some Facebook groups and I'll look for people who are posting and I'll answer those posts. That takes about an hour to do. Once that's finished, I also go back and I just kind of rest and prepare. If I need to prepare dinner, I prepare dinner, I go out to look at the sun and I come back in because it's cold. So I come back in really, really quickly. And after that, I spent another hour just um, scheduling out my posts for the week. So I schedule out my Facebook posts for the week. I only spend time on Facebook and Instagram. I don't do any other platform. Pinterest is, is not social media, really. It's a search engine, so I don't spend a lot of time there. But I spend my time shutting up my Facebook and my Instagram posts. Once that's finished, I go back outside for a walk. I like to walk to clear my mind. Once I'm walking, it kind of gives me new ideas, new new you know avenues to try. So I walk and I kind of clear my mind. And then I come back in. And I'm big on consistent learning. So I tend to have messaging with my own business coach. And I am also um, enrolled in school. So I'm always working on my personal development because I need to be the best version of myself for my clients. And the coaching industry is always changing. 
So I spend the time that I need to go to look at my courses, to look at my outline, check out, check in with my coach. And once that's finished, that's finished about six, then I have the rest of the day for myself. It's a busy day. It's a lot busier than it is, but yes, it's a pretty, that's pretty normal. Awesome. Well, I know a lot of people really love getting all of this juicy information, and I know that they're really, really interested in getting in touch with you. So can you tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you? Oh, most definitely. I am there at Dana.com. That's H-T-T-P-S colon forward slash forward slash D-A-E-Y-N-A dot com. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dana Jackson official and on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Dana Jackson. I am always looking for some new exciting clients. I have a few slots, very few slots open for my fierce and focused program. So if you want to get in and you want to get that confidence button and you want to really fast track your business and your success and get more eyeballs on your business and get more confidence, more clients and more profits, then do look me up. I'm always here to serve you. Thank you. Well, I know that people have really, really enjoyed this podcast because we've just been pounding out so much great information for them. And I know we could probably keep talking for another hour, but let's go ahead and leave it here. And I want to thank you, Dana, so much for coming on and talking with me today. You are so welcome. It was so much fun. I love, I always babble on about what I do. So I love talking about what I do and who I help because it's, I love helping women build better businesses and better lives for themselves so that they can be free and they can feel fulfilled and joyful and happy. And it's just the best feeling in the world. So anytime I have to talk about what I do, I will talk about what I do. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you keep crushing it, lady, and I will talk to you soon. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit FearlessPursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.
this week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.